Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm anxious to see what's going on with our man Kyle Matson. It's it's quite a quite a camera view over there from from Kyle. What's up, buddy? Spotlight is on him. Is this bad? No, I like it. It's 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 got it's it's got strong. We're talking about Undertaker. Like this got strong Undertaker vibes right here. I like it. I can make it better. No, I like it. Oh damn. No, I I I like this look. You don't have okay. to. You can't, you can't. Don't mess with perfection. He got he's got a little um. A little, uh, what's my man's name? Um, uh, let us in. Not, not the Bray? fiend, but yeah, a little Bray going on. L- 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 yeah, a little, a little Bray, Bray. White vibe. That's fine. I, I know. I know. We're uh, here. Kyle's a. Uh, I know what all this means. Big. Sure. I know Kyle's a big Bray Wyatt fan. He's just, he's just totally. he is a big Undertaker. And they fan. just kind of said he's here, and then they don't know what to do with that. Now. Yeah, they don't know what to do with him now. Um, we are uh, thrilled to welcome in and close out 2022. With one of our our very good friends pulling double duty today, uh, fresh off his hosting gig at the uh, uh, morning show, uh, filling in for the morning roast over at ninety five seven The Game uh, in San Francisco. The other half of the Candlestick Chronicles podcast, our guy Kyle Matson. Hey, hey, What's up, guys. Let's 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 do a couple of NBA things first before we dive right. into. Uh, San- so oh, tie your own questions off the bat. Let's go. Yeah. How how are the Warriors like surviving this? Tie your own, baby. This is this is crazy. I can't stand that. They're winning games. <laughs> wow. Like they they're winning games. Like they shouldn't be. So all right. So here's the deal. The Grizzlies are a clown show. Let's keep it a buck. The Grizzlies stink. Well, well, the Grizzlies wait, don't settle stink. Down. The Grizzlies are the number one. The Grizzlies <laughs> are a clown show. Clown show. They are a clown show, but they don't stink. And also, no, I know. I'm joking. Well, I'm joking. I'm well, joking. look, and also, we didn't get to this all week. This it's just been a busy three days. But all I'm gonna say is, I don't want to hear Clay Thompson crying no more when somebody says he's too old when he goes three of seventeen from the field. Because he don't have no problem opening his mouth and talking when things no. are going good. No. So I don't want to hear him crying no more. If he can do that. Do you know why do you know why Clay gets upset? Because people are right and he knows it. <laughs> like that's why he gets mad. I love Clay to death. He's 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 been great, but he just doesn't have it the way he used to have it. And he's I think he's slowly coming to terms with that. But yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of like seven for twenty-five nights from him, and that's just kind of what it is. But he can still turn it on defensively when he needs to, and that's what that's what the Dubs need. That was a great uh, moment for him and Warrior fans uh, across the nation on Christmas Day when I'm sure they love giving Dylan Brooks the business. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so when I said the Grizzlies thing, I don't mean that. In fact, I love that they talk as much trash as they do because I just think it makes Uh the league fun. Uh, like, like it, yeah. you get, you have to win something eventually. That's but it. right now, that's it. Yeah, and don't right talk now, about like, dynasty. What, <laughs> like, don't <laughs> like. Don't do that's that. it. That's why I call him a clown show. And plus, don't it's like that. Dylan Brooks popping off like that. Do you know what I think of Dylan Brooks as a player? Whenever 
he winds up shooting the basketball, I'm like, that's a great defensive possession. Good work, everybody. <laughs> and he talks more than everybody, anybody on that team. But no, Jaw's great, and I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is really good. I think Desmond Bain is like super underrated. Um, they're they're obviously great, and it was a really nice win for the Warriors. I just think the Warriors like they got up for that game in a way that I don't think the Grizzlies were ready for. I thought they were going to toss their jerseys on the court and think they could win. And that was not the case. That's like three but straight, yeah. though, for Golden yeah. State, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they won three in a row. Well, okay, so they had the the emotional edge against the Grizzlies, and I think I literally, I think, I think Memphis thought they were gonna, like I said, toss their jerseys on the court and win. They got punched in the mouth and just never, never got the game under control. And that you know that happens. And then Charlotte's not good, and oh. and then Utah last night they just couldn't make a shot down the stretch. I think they went one for twelve from three in the third quarter or in the yeah. fourth quarter. Damn. And uh, Draymond, I I know how you guys feel on Draymond, but I don't know how closely you guys watch because Sacramento was in the middle of their own incredible game last yes. night. But but Draymond had a stretch in the last three minutes of the of the fourth quarter that was just like like unbelievable defensively, mm-hmm. just blocking shots, altering shots, grabbing rebounds, pushing the break. He was he was terrific. So. And he's yeah, been man. pretty good these last. It wasn't just last night. Like he's had a good stretch of basketball mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. been nice to see because it was for so long. It was like if Steph's not on the court, Draymond's useless. Yeah, like right. just sit, like just don't even don't he, don't come give us your three, four, and two. Like we don't like go. He's, he's useless if he's even available. Right, <laughs> wouldn't even play. Right, I right, if exactly. Took that stuff to heart, you know. And and I I said um, I said after Steph got hurt in Indiana and then they played Philly, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I said I was disappointed in Draymond Green. For so, sitting out. So when he, he was out with hurt feelings. He got, yeah, and it was like, yeah, come on, got, bro. He got I, like teed I, up like four minutes after Steph got yeah, hurt. Mm-hmm. And and I look, and for he everything everything that I, I say at Draymond, I do respect um, the way he competes. I think he, sure. he really does compete. And so many times for him to pull that card of, oh, Steph isn't here, so now my back hurts or something. I was like, I, that's, that's disappointing, and that's whack for Draymond. And like I said, I don't know if he hurt that or not because he hasn't sat since. And like you said, Kyle, he's been playing solid basketball. And they've needed it. If he hasn't, if he's not, like, that's part of the reason they're winning. He stepped up. Jordan Poole's starting to figure it out. But no, like, Jonathan Kaminga is just figuring out how to play in the NBA. I was joking about Ty Jerome earlier, but he's legitimately been, been like, good for them the last couple games. Mm. Dante DiVincenzo's been knocking down shots, and when he's not, he's distributing and rebounding. They're just, they're playing good basketball right now. I don't think they're going to win a championship like this. <laughs> they have to get a lot better, and Steph and Wiggins need to be healthy, but. Hey, no, they've been good. Hey, back to the Grizzlies real quick. So, so part of part of the thing for me, and you know, I love all my people. You know, I love the Kyle Madsons. I love the Butcher Boys. I love, uh, you know, my man Bonte Hill, Guru. I love all my people over there. But uh, I can't stand the Warriors. And when Clay was Clay was doing what he was doing on Christmas Day, but he was doing it to the Memphis Grizzlies. I was like, I, I can't even be mad because I don't really like oh, yeah. Memphis. Memphis be running their mouth. John Morant comes out talking about, I ain't worried about nobody in the West. And they proceed to get smacked by the Stephless Warriors. And then they just, I watched the game the other day against Phoenix. They just got punked by, by Phoenix yeah. at home. They ain't running their mouth. I don't really like Memphis either, to be honest with you. Dip, I don't know who I Brooks. like, to be honest with you. Giannis. That's about it. Giannis, the Knicks, and the Kings. That's it. Giannis is crazy. In that order. <laughs> yeah the 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 thing with with dylan brooks specifically is well two things one when the warriors like clap back people are always like oh this is grizzlies fans specifically are like this is weird rent free like no this is called smack talking (laughs) 
Like this is what happens when <laughs> you talk, people are going to talk back. And then Dylan Brooks saying that he feels like they freeze up when people talk back is insane. <laughs> that is a wild thing to say and admit. But anyways, really nice thing for the Kings last night. My timeline was funny on Twitter because I've got Warriors fans while the dubs are coming back. They were like 12 down or whatever in the third quarter. And they just kind of started chipping away and getting a shot here and a stop there. It, watching Warriors fans like, oh, freaking out. And then I've got Kings fans also because I follow a bunch of you guys. Also freaking out because they were coming back from whatever it was, 19 down against the Nuggets. Was, yeah. uh, that was fun. That was a fun night to be on the internet. Yeah, that was a, it was a stellar fourth quarter uh, at the Golden One Center for sure, led by uh, De'Aaron Fox and, and Malik Monk and uh, DeMontis Simonis. Two of those guys are going to be all-stars this year yeah. uh, if, 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 if all be. is done properly. Uh, uh, did you <laughs> – I'm sure you caught it this morning or, or, or late last night. Did you see the Zion Williamson stuff? Did you see how that game ended? No, I didn't see any of it. Oh, Zion. Zion well, ripped with 43? Finished career high to, to, to go ahead and had uh, D'Angelo Russell all in his feelings talking about he's a football <laughs> player while we're all trying to play basketball. Just He just <laughs> obliterated them. And, I, you know, I brought this up earlier. We never really dove into it. Some people who cover this sport forgot about Zion Williamson. And they were willing to say he's injury prone and he's never going to be this and he's never going to be that. And this season has been nothing but an absolute reminder. Dude is bad. Like, bad, bad. He's a problem. He's, he's ridiculous. Problem. Like, he is a, he is a one of one. Yeah. Hey, is any team ever, speaking of D'Angelo Russell, has any team ever gone from, like, wow, really good vibes to the worst vibes that quickly no no it felt like they want to they want to they got to the playoffs last year and it's like oh here come the timberwolves like watch out and then they make the rudy gobert trade and it's they're what like oh and ten in their last 10 they they (laughs) have uh they have me and damien's like one of our favorite young guys anthony edwards that's our guy ant-man and he can't even save this train wreck that is minnesota anthony edwards belongs on the grizzlies And I mean that, that in the sense. best way possible. No, I know exactly yeah. what you mean, and it makes perfect <laughs> sense. God, no, I hope like, not ever. Because <laughs> look, I know we don't like the Grizzlies. That man go there, they ain't never losing. <laughs> John Anthony and- Anthony Edwards for Dylan Brooks and some picks, and they'd be no. annoying as hell. Oh, they'd be the they they they'd be they'd be all first team annoying every day, oh, every man. year. All first team annoying. Oh, yeah. they'd absolutely, uh, they'd absolutely be fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Uh, let's shift gears to the... Yeah, well, some people say we're annoying. Well, you, no, you are. You are some annoying. Say we're annoying is... And, no, I'm talking about not us, not me and you. Damien you said, who gears. is we? No, I'm no, talking... <laughs> you, no, I'm, I, know what you're, I know you're talking about 49ers. I'm talking about you. Because I ain't never heard another 49ers fan go, we should have 11 championships, not five. Kyle knows. Kyle, stop. Tell this man Niners should have... Look, 10, 10. Like, Uh-oh. they should have 10. The Roger Craig fumble, that's one. All right, we already know what okay. it is. Like, they should have won that Super Bowl. Okay. Um, they should have had at least one of the hardball years where you talk about Kyle Williams fumble or not running it in at the four with Frank Gore, whatever, or Richard Sherman tip against the, the Seahawks. We know what that is. Okay. Um, they should have had another one in 19. They should have won that game. All right, that, that was that was all their fault. They didn't handle business. They um, lost, though. Oh, I'm just, I, I'm not counting this it is, as a Super Bowl. People, I'm saying they should have had why that. why people find you annoying. Come on, man. They should have had that shit, man. You know what it is. Because once you, once you share this with your whole 49ers universe, oh, yeah, yo, Casey's right. And y'all going y'all gonna to be like the Grizzlies of NFL fan base. Look, I could make the argument if Garrison Hurst doesn't twist his ankle into a pretzel on that oh, stupid turf in Atlanta, they were ready to go to the championship as well. They only lost that game. I said, the Falcons made it to the, to the Super Bowl? Niners, come on, man. Now I'm up to nine already. I ain't even really dug deep into it. Okay. Come on, man. In any of last year, last year, Jaquaski Tart dropped the interception. Last year is one of them. There's ten. We would have beat the Bengals. Casey's got a. Point. We beat the Bengals in the regular season on the road. I love awesome. retroactive trash talk to games that you lost. <laughs> and that's saying, I'm just saying that's wild. If, if we're having a real conversation, we should be at about ten. We're only at five. We're only at five. All right, whatever. But we should be at about ten. And I just want to be clear for people who are listening. We may even be tuning in for the first time. This isn't a bit. Like, he's not being funny. He's dead freaking serious. Bro, the he giant... believes the 49ers should have 11 Super Bowl titles. Kyle. And he's damn near made 11 rings for him. Kyle, the Giants didn't score a touchdown in that NFC Championship game. They had the, yeah. the Niners had the lead with, like, 120 left. Roger Craig fumbles as they're running out the clock. Come on, man. They were going for three straight. I love the idea of Cincinnati's version of KC right now. Like, and if you take away the John Taylor touchdown, that's one. <laughs> and the Denver Broncos, if you take away those eight touchdowns that Joe Montana threw, we would have beat them. Would have been nothing. Would have been absolutely nothing. Um, they score forty fewer points. We're right in that. <laughs> right in it. Uh, this game was once, man, when the schedule came out. Holy crap, we were looking at this Week 17 game, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Las Vegas Raiders, Trey Lance, Derek Carr, playoff seating on the line, maybe bye weeks in question. Uh, Instead, uh, we get uh, Jarrett Stidham starting for the Las Vegas Raiders with Derek Carr uh, taking his smile and going home. And... Brock Purdy. Oh, don't say his name like that. Well, he's not Trey Lance. He's not even Jimmy Garoppolo. 
He's the third. I remember us having conversations before the season started yeah, no, about Brock Purdy. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is the last time we're ever going to mention Brock Purdy's name, so let's just reference who they decided to keep as the third-string quarterback. But here we are, and he, I mean, he's playing incredible. It's really wild. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, up until last week, this game would have had playoff implications, and it technically, like, technically still does. That's why the right. Derek Carr move is so yeah. nuts. Right, yeah. Usually you see coaches like, well, we're still in it until we're not. Like, we've got, we got a game <laughs> to win this week, and then we're going to just go forward from there. We probably... And they just went, nah. Josh McTann is like, we're done. We're cooked. We're done. <laughs> we need who to beat who? Yeah, nah, no chance. <laughs> no, I just, I, um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild, just kind of the, the path these two teams took to get here. And if you said before the year it was Brock Purdy against Jarrett Stidham in this game, it would have been like, wow, both teams are just a disaster. Mm-hmm. And, man, the Raiders, like, that's the thing about the Raiders is crazy. They're six and nine. And they've blown what two seventeen point leads this Three. year? Three? Oh yeah, I thought like it was multiple four. Digi- yeah, a lot of them. Multiple double digit leads. Like this is, uh, they're not bad in the typical like standard of a bad team. No. I I feel like they're poorly coached. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well. and now they're getting Derek Carr out of there to to buy themselves some some time as a coaching staff. Yeah, I am just really glad that we did not as a family. You got Raiders and Niner fans kind of all over the place here. And I'm really glad we as a family did not decide to go because that would have been a lot of money and Vegas on New Year's Eve to go watch whatever this is. And oh, you probably no. would have purchased Southwest flights. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I, I, was, been I was right there on the, the app yeah. talking about, damn, I could leave at 6.35 a.m. on New Year's Day, get back on 11, 15 p.m., on New Year's Day, be right. Just get in and get out. That would not have happened. But you um, guys, I I know you guys are balling because you guys take Southwest to Vegas and not Spirit, like the well, rest of us. Well, the crazy thing about it, when I looked, no, I really looked, and they're like seventy five dollars each way to yeah, go. It's cheap. Wait till next week when it's fifteen ninety nine. Can't wait. <laughs> Boy, I'm be taking that Roadcaster everywhere I go because <laughs> I'm gonna be everywhere. <laughs> Buy two, get two free on Southwest <laughs> next month. <laughs> Kicking 2023 off with a bang. <laughs> but um, when you talk about this this 49ers team and where they're at, Damian was talking about it uh, earlier in the week about how Kyle Shanahan has done such a great job with managing all this stuff. And it, it feels like you always want to knock on wood with the, with the Niners because – the next injury is just right around the corner, it feels like. But it feels like not only has he done a great job, but now they're starting to get people back. Javon Kinlaw is back into the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Armstead seems to be a mainstay now you know, in this lineup. Debo practiced today. Uh, Elijah Mitchell should be coming back. They're starting to get even healthier. It's, I mean, Kyle, realistically, going into the playoffs, are the, can you make the argument, or are they the best team in the NFC? No, because the Eagles are in the NFC. Are we doing like that because of the Eagles record, though? No, we're doing that because the Eagles are good. Are they better than the 49ers? <laughs> yeah, I think... I think I, With a may, healthy Jalen Hurts. Yeah, may, like may, it's a hard maybe. Mm. And the Niners will probably have to go to Philly. And now you have a rookie quarterback playing in the NFC title game in Philadelphia. Like, it's just that... It, the Eagles, I don't want to downplay it like 
like, yeah, the Niners are going to definitely go to the Super Bowl. Like they could, they, they definitely could, but the Eagles are, the Eagles are legit. This is not a like phantom 13 and two they've gotten to. They're not the Steelers um, <laughs> of a few years ago. No, like that, that's yeah. a great example. Like yeah, that's schedule. so, but to your point, Kenny, we were talking to Warren Sharp, football analyst, Sharp football stats. He's 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 really smart guy, and he was talking about the 49ers a few weeks ago. And he's like, "What you do the first eight weeks of the season doesn't matter. It's what you do going into December and through December that is more indicative of of what you're going to look like in the postseason." And I think the Niners are a great example of that because they were three and four through seven weeks, and then they beat the Rams in week eight, and they go into their bye at four and four. And they haven't lost since. And they're just playing really good football right now. And I think even as recently as two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, it would have been like, yeah, I don't know. I've got to see more. But with Brock Purdy playing the way he's playing in their defense, like you said, getting healthier and playing at the level that it's playing at, I don't see any reason they can't beat anyone. I, you know, it, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, okay, well, that team for sure, no. Like, I, I, I bet they'd love to get another crack at Kansas City. Kansas City mm. beat the hell out of them. Yeah, but yeah. if they play them again, they're probably not hanging up 44. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm I'm fascinated to see. Because Brock Purdy's checked all the boxes for me in the regular season. Mm. I have nothing left. Like, cool, man. You, you, you've done it. But what does it look like in the postseason? What does it look like in the postseason that they get down 10? What does it look like on the road in the playoffs? Like, it's just a little bit different animal. So I, I'm... endlessly fascinated by them and if you told me they went in and beat philly it wouldn't it wouldn't floor me the 49ers i think that was like halloween weekend when they played the rams or actually i'll go back further then when they played the chiefs that was like october 23rd or something Mm -hmm. like that they didn't lose the rest of the year (laughs) they didn't lose the they lost on october 23rd and did not lose the rest of 2022 i would never that that's one of the things that so if that's the case if you wanna if you wanna like go to the hypothetical where they win they win the Super Bowl, that would mean and then you're assuming they don't lose to the Raiders or the well, Cardinals. That means they go fourteen and oh. That's crazy. I was but like, I was literally talking about the calendar year. Like they're playing the Raiders on oh, oh, oh I see, I see. Yeah. They didn't lose the rest of twenty twenty two after that. That's yeah, that's crazy. it's hard to do. It's really hard <laughs> it's, to do. It's it's weird that you're doing that and and I just want to for the for 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 those that are listening, send your frustration regarding his take on the Eagles to Kenny because I respect the Eagles. It's weird that you're enamored with how many games they run in a row, but you're so willing to crap on what the Eagles have done this year. I don't crap on what the Eagles did. You kind of do. No, the Eagles are number one in my power rankings. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. <laughs> I don't crap on that. It took I you just, a while to get. What, what I what I say is, um, you know, people are really quick to say. No, the Eagles are best team in football, and they might be, but right now, today, are we saying that because of their record, which is fair if that's what we're doing it for, or are we saying it because we really think they're better than the 49ers today? Is the best? Sorry, Kyle, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? Is the best team in football the team the same as the team that's playing the best right now? It's not always the same. I, I don't. You know, it, it, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I think with the with the Eagles, it's like why not both. Like the the uh, Cowboys, it's a division game with their backup quarterback. Cowboys you know, and the Eagles are really, really good. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not shading them at yeah. all. They're they're legit. They're the truth. I, I just like they they are they are so good, and yeah, the Niners are playing great right now too. It's just Philly is not only playing great right now; they've also played great all, you know, 
17 weeks or whatever it's been. So, uh, and they're two losses of division games, which are always, and, always strange. And I said this to, uh, to your partner, Chris Biederman earlier, I, I, that, and, and I guess just because of when it happened, I thought that went against the, the Durs. I thought that was a, I thought that was a sneaky good win. Shout out Nick Wagner for that. Like I, I, I thought that was a, yo, the, the, the commander football team is fighting to stay in this playoff picture and walked into San Francisco and just, just got their ass kicked. They had com- they comfortably had a top ten defense going into going into to last week, and there were smart football people who would tell you they had a top five defense. But let's say top ten just for the sake of not overselling it. They hadn't given up twenty five more than twenty five points in a game since week two, and the Niners Damn. hung thirty on them in the second half. Mm-hmm. Without scoring touchdowns on their turnovers, by the way, wow. the two turnovers late they kicked field goals on. Yeah. I mean, they just, they, I, I, I was shocked at how well they moved the ball both on the ground and in the air against, against a very good Washington defense. I just don't know that. And and I, and I pointed that out to just say, I don't know that anyone's playing football right now better than San Francisco is. Well, well, I mean, Washington and I, and I, and I said this when we did our power rankings, like Kansas city, San Francisco, Philadelphia, they're separated by a a BCS computer point. (laughs) For those that are old enough to remember that, like it's it's separated by a fraction. Like there, those are three great great football teams. But I just feel like every time I watch the Forty ers I'm walking away more impressed than I was the week before. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something to that. I also, if you're going to talk about teams playing really well right now, I don't think you can discount the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals are balling. Yeah, Damian does really discount well. the Bengals. I do, and I don't know why. Like okay. I just, I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I just can't. It's because Zach Taylor stinks. I can't. Does he? I don't think. Does he? I don't know. I can't wrap. I I can't wrap my arms around them. Like I, I, I I like Joe Burrow a lot. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. It's just. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I. I just. Maybe it's. Maybe what it boils down to is I don't believe they'll get it done in the postseason. Mm. So I'm not lashing anything onto them now. Like if I were to look at teams getting it done in the postseason, I would think Buffalo before I thought Cincinnati, and I would think Kansas City before I thought either one of them. Mm. So I think I think part of the issue for you, Damian, with with the Bengals is their Super Bowl run last year was so shaky. Mm. Like the Raiders, they needed a goal line stand against the Raiders to beat them. They took nine sacks against the Titans and needed three Ryan Tannehill interceptions to beat them. They needed. You know, you can quibble with whether Kansas City didn't play well or the Bengals forced them into not playing well in the second half of that game, but they were losing at halftime sure. of the AFC title game. And then, you know, they go on and lose the Super Bowl. So I could see where it's tough to envision them replicating that run, but they're just, they're playing really well. And they have very good defense. They got weapons on all over the place on offense. Yeah. I think Joe Burrow's a gangster. That's one of the <laughs> yeah. downsides to getting stuck on the red zone channel so often is you often don't see like I'm I'm not tuning in to see Cincinnati's defense. Oh. You know what I mean? That's the value mm. of that 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 actually is the value of Sunday ticket. <laughs> like like yeah, you can or, or or going back and watching on whatever the plus, NFL's thing NFL is. Plus, yeah, yeah, go back and, and and watching there, which is something that I just haven't done with Cincinnati. Well you got condensed show. condensed games on NFL plus are oh, yeah, the best. You watch a whole really football good. game in thirty oh, minutes. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they're really good. You get a chance to see them on Monday night, that's a big game. Bengals Bills on Monday night yeah. football in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Hey, now that Cowboys, I've, now that I've laid out my Bengals take, yeah. they're going to lose by like thirty to the Bills. I think it's going to get. Smoked. I'm not sold on the Bills. <laughs> I don't know 
what it is. Like, I think they're good. I think they're capable. And I was talking to my homeboy, Alan, yesterday, and you laid out the scenario that they stick in the number one seed and you got to go to um, Buffalo where they had to, like, dig their cars out of snow mm-hmm. when they came back. Like, if you got to take that route to to knock off Buffalo, that's that might be a little tough. But I don't know. Something about Buffalo – I'm not. I think. I think there's something missing with them right now. Josh Allen's a little turnover prone. Mm. Like for every three incredible plays he makes, there's one that's like, hmm, that was a weird throw. It's a bad decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Another thing I want to ask you. Back to the 49ers. And mm. you're the best you can, because I don't know if anybody has the answer for this, but the best you can. Why are they so damn explosive on offense now with their third-string quarterback? And they were struggling to get 20 points with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. I I think it's because Brock Purdy's ability to hang out in the pocket and to move around and to extend plays opens up throws that Jimmy Garoppolo just didn't have available to him. Mm-hmm. Like the the fifty four yard touchdown against the Seahawks, where Purdy like stepped up through the pocket and then rolls out left. Mm. Like that's probably a play that Garoppolo is just getting rid of it to McCaffrey and and living to fight another down. That was the play where he went. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that one. Yeah, no, we talked about that extensively. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it just repeatedly, just over and over and over again <laughs> for weeks now. I wish you could have seen your face. <laughs> No, it, 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 I, I think that's what it is. Like, he just sees more areas of the field. And Garoppolo is like a point-and-shoot type of quarterback. Like, okay, first read. Every once in a while, he'd get to his second one. But it's it's a lot a lot more out-of-structure stuff. Mm-hmm. Where a guy like George Kittle, like, he's just hard to cover. If you've got a linebacker running with him or whatever, they're, they're just you're not going to cover him for the length of the field. Mm-hmm. And I just I, that's what I think is we're seeing happening. Is this Kyle Shanahan's best coaching job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> any any coach that is down to his third string quarterback and is just producing an awesome offense, yeah, and not letting the train derail at three and four after getting smoked forty four to twenty three, or what whatever it was like seventy two to to thirty seven in two weeks. Yeah. Like they were bad those two games against the Falcons and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's it's been really impressive, and that's one of the things that Shanahan's been really good at. Like for for all of his flaws as a coach, I I, I just with play calling and decision making and stuff, I think his ability to not lose locker rooms, uh, that was really the case in seventeen and eighteen and and in twenty, it was always impressive, and then this year was just kind of the extreme version of that where they get to three and four. Not only did they not get down, but they figured out how to start playing their best football despite some pretty significant adversity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm. Really impressive, Kyle Shanahan. I'm not going to pound the table for him to win Coach of the Year because that's I, I know people aren't looking that intricately at the award. But um, if he if he won it, it would be well earned for sure. Nick Sirianni is winning it. Like yeah, I, that's that's sure. that's I think that's probably sure. right. But what Kyle has done is just just incredible. I think I think one of the things that's been underrated with Kyle for his whole tenure with the 49ers. All Kyles are awesome. No, this is true. This is facts. Um, is they – I'm not going to go so far as to say, oh, they love Kyle. I don't know that. But I think the the guys in that locker room, year in and year out, respect the hell out of Kyle Shanahan 
And I think that at the very least they like him. And there's never – this has been a long time coming with following the San Francisco 49ers, but there's never that I could think of been a locker room issue there. Never. Like while he's been there. Can you think any – even as crazy as Jimmy and Trey and all this other stuff was, it wasn't like – there was a damn near a mutiny in the locker room. The locker room has always stayed solid since he's been there. I think that's a testament to him. Yeah, at least publicly, for mm-hmm. sure. And like Debo doing his trade request, but then, you know, holding in and being at the facility and stuff while they got their contract done. Uh, Raheem Mostert requesting a trade and then the Niners figuring that out and getting him back. Yeah, I think the the whole culture in that building is just, just really, really strong right now. Joe Staley talked about that. When he was on with us on on Candlestick Chronicles, just how Kyle Shanahan, he didn't name names of of other coaches, but said that Kyle Shanahan was like treats players like humans, <laughs> like like people, and not like as I'm the coach, you're the player. That's the dynamic here, and that's it. It's much more of a like we're homies. You've just got to listen to what I have to say, mm. kind of thing. Uh, you've been amazing all year, Kyle. We appreciate you, my friend. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, thank you for your tremendous work here uh, on the show, for being with us uh, every week, and obviously your great work over at 95.7, Niners oh, Wire, uh, and Candlestick Chronicles, man. We look hey. forward to another another amazing year together. Hey, hey seriously, oh, yeah. though, Kyle. Can't wait for next week. Kyle does a lot of, does a lot of work um, throughout the day, and fourth wall or whatever. <laughs> He comes here every Friday out of just the goodness of his heart because he rocks with us. Kyle doesn't get paid a dollar. <laughs> Not a dollar, man. And he's here. <laughs> Him, Jason Jones, um, Joe Day, everybody that's on here. <laughs> Chris, Chris Biederman said no to money yeah. to be on with us. These guys these guys come on this show Sorry, weekly, Chris. and they come on, you know. I'll make it up to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, they give us great content, great conversation. Um, they engage with the chatty house, all this other stuff, just because they rock with us and they rock with what we're doing. And Kyle, you're right here right now. I can't tell you how much we appreciate that, man, and 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 how much that means to us, man. Thank you. No, one, I, I, not lying when I say it's like my favorite thing to do. Like of all the things I do work wise, this is this is the least thing that is like work. So you guys are the best. Well, we're looking forward to hanging out next weekend, man. Uh, and we're Can't looking wait. forward to uh, uh, another year of 49ers coverage. We appreciate you, my friend. Happy New yes, Year. Uh, light the beam? Dude, lighten it up. <laughs> if I, I'll let you know where I park. Excellent. 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 Pre- appreciate Free you, game. brother. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be great. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.